This is Maddie with a Y. And I'm Sarah without an H. And this is Diet Defectors, a podcast about losing weight, self-care, and telling the diet industry to go sit on a cactus. Yeah, sit on it. Welcome to Diet Defectors, episode three, part two. Take two. Oh, take two. Sarah is currently crying. You know, those clickbait videos that just keep popping up in your Facebook feed and suddenly you're like, yeah. Oh. Well, the first one that got you was the one about the little boy who was wearing his grandpa's glasses. That just wasn't nice. And I cried first time I watched that one, too. That just wasn't... I... Oh. Yeah. Why? There's been a lot of crying this week for both of There's us. There's been a lot of crying. So, um. Yeah, so our week... Uh, we've, we've both had a little bit of, of a hell of a week. In very different ways. In very different ways. Are we going to admit that this is the third time that we've tried to produce this podcast? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we've Because okay, we said it on Twitter, so it's not a secret. Yeah. We, it, it's fitting that this week we're going to talk about disappointment. Again. Because the disappointment we felt time after time trying to get out this great episode for you guys was... Yeah. We've had some mic trouble, um, which led us to re-record different segments two or three times. Um, but now we have Mike to help with the mic. Mike is our being our producer today. So. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm excited. We're very excited. We have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So how was your week in terms of weight loss and fitness and all that it fun was stuff that we talk about? Not good, kiddo. Let's talk about it. It was not good. Why? This was my first week of 2017 where I just got really, really overwhelmed with things coming up in my personal life. Okay. That took over everything else. Can I talk can I connect that back to Jillian Michaels podcast? Sure. So she was talking about she's retraining one of the biggest losers people that gained a bunch of weight back. So she and her are like working together texting and trying to like lose the weight again. And um over the holidays, this girl, you know, kinda like what you do to me is she kinda went silent and Jillian Michaels is like, Where are you? What is happening? <laughs> and she was like, I fell off the wagon. I feel so terrible And Jillian was like, dude, this is 200 days in. Yeah. You've lost 75 pounds. Like, every single day should be viewed as a step forward. If you have five steps forward and one step back, you're still in the clear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you've had three weeks forward. Yeah. Maybe, like, three or four days back when you really look at it critically. Yeah. And I'm trying not to let it get me down. It's just that when I get to a point where things are very overwhelming for me, it kind of turns into... My own little hierarchy of needs. No, I totally do the same thing. You know? And, yeah. like, my hierarchy of needs says that... I don't know. Like, the other day I was I was extremely anxious, which led to me feeling nauseous on and off all day. Mm-hmm. So that was supposed to be my night to go to the gym. And I was like, nope, sorry. You need to go home and go to sleep. Yeah. You and know? sometimes that is what you need. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The problem with weight loss in, is that it's it's small things that you do every day... So it's so easy to be like, today doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. You know, I can eat whatever I want today. Today's a really hard day. Mm-hmm. And while every once in a while you do need those days, and I'm not saying that you didn't need that day, and you need to be able to recognize between the days of like, yes, I'm actually having a hard day, I need to take a day for myself, Yeah. versus the days of, I'm just really tired and I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's the biggest differ- differentiation. <sighs> what word? Uh, dif- 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 why do we do this differentiation? Every time? Differentri- 
Wow. That, I'm never going to try. Moving on. Yikes. We're going to cut that out. Cut that out, Mike. <laughs> He's not going to cut it out. Nope. Anyway. Um, I, yeah. So it just, it just was the first week where I was really trying to focus on making sure that I was okay mentally. Yeah. But, but I did fall back on food as like a, it's, it's like a so warm pummel. Yeah. That's what everyone that's, that, you know, wants to lose weight, they use food for something that is not just nourishment. Also, I had a lot of like moments where I was seeing people that I haven't seen in a while, which I kind of view as like events. We've talked about this before that like, what is an event without good food? Right. You know? And so I had like a very good friend of mine's birthday Saturday morning and then I was with, um, my friend Rachel came in and so me, her, and Allie, her sister, we were all together and even we went to dinner at Whole Foods and I got pizza when I could have not gotten pizza. you know exactly what to get. And I even said to myself in my head, Sarah, why, why are you getting pizza? Okay, when you know exactly what you could be getting. Can I ask a question? Yes. Did the pizza make dinner with them that much more rich? No. Okay. Yeah. I guess that that's kind of what you need to ask yourself. And, and it's like, it's fine that these things happen as long as you have that reflection at the end of it. Yeah. Where, where you can learn something from it. It's not like, oh, shoot, I had pizza. Well, I might as well go eat ice cream with them, too. Right. Who cares? I just thought it was interesting that I literally considered it as it was happening and was just like, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you know next time. Now I know next time. You know, I'm trying to get back on the wagon. Not you that I'm on, I didn't off fall the off the wagon, wagon, but I'm just, I'm you just. pulled over for gas. I got I got I had to pull over for a little bit and make sure that my head's on straight. Yeah. But I should be, I should, I, you know, honestly, I miss, I haven't had a chance to go running and I actually miss it. I was supposed to go seven miles today for training. I was supposed to go seven miles on Sunday for training and didn't do it. I was like, I'll do it on Tuesday. That's the day that I have off. Didn't do it today either. So I'm kind of screwed. Why didn't you do it today, Maddie? How's your day been going? How's your week been going? Good segue, man. You're welcome. <laughs> I have had a rough day. It's been an okay week. I started my new job. So it's, yes. I went from being freelance, which means I kind of organized my day as I felt fit so I could go to the gym at like whatever time I felt like going to the gym, which is right. great because you know that moment where you're like, yeah, I can actually take advantage of it. Right. Um, so I just started a new job and um, it's hard. To change your whole schedule that like that. Yeah. The good news is that it's a lot easier for me to keep on Target for breakfast and lunch because I pack it. Mm-hmm. Bad news is there's a there's a bucket of candy right next to my desk. Oh no. And cookies, <laughs> which I do indulge in, um, but I track everything, so that's kind of my saving grace is the tracking of it. Yeah. Um. But today I had a real test of my. New habits, I guess. I was offered a job that I was very excited about. It's a full-time job at a gym. Um, I was super excited about it. I was, I love this company. And um, I got the job offer, and I accepted. Right. And then, um, like, three or four hours later, I got an email that I needed to call the woman that sent me the offer. And I called her, and she was like, Hey, I've never been put in this position before. But the person who you were going to be replacing decided not to leave. That's... So we have to rescind your offer. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. And she was like, can I keep your resume? And I was like, yeah, of course. No. 
And I hung up the phone in the middle of her saying goodbye. Because I just... As I, you should! Because I just couldn't. I was like, bye-bye. And then I could hear her say good. And I, I, I'd already hit, hung up at that point. And I just started. I was like, called for Mike. I was like, I... Ah! Yep. And then yeah. I just started bawling. Um, and every, every instinct in my body was like, you need sugar, you need crackers, you need, um, alcohol, you need, like, oh, everything yeah. that, like, to just numb this. Yeah. And I just kept thinking about why. Why I eat. Um, and I think I figured it out, like, when I eat, why I eat when I'm upset. I think you figured it out in, um, it deflects the feeling of... I was feeling so upset about this specific situation versus when I eat bad things when I'm upset, I can transfer that feeling into being upset at myself for doing that. And that's a feeling that I know and that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. I felt so much that I, I, my body can kind of hold that a little bit better than the disappointment of not getting this job. That's really interesting. That's yeah. A really good, that's a really good point. So, um... I did not, I had to go walk, I walk a dog, um, from a friend of mine of high schools, um, when I can, when I'm not working, so I went to go walk this dog, and there's a little, um, convenience store at the bottom of her building, and it took every ounce of my being not to walk in there and just buy, like, baked lays and pretzels and ice cream, um, thankfully I have to walk, like, 20 minutes to get there, so it kind of cooled me down a little bit. If you ever feel like you're about to lose control, just go to go walk. Because that will fix it 99% of the time. That's good advice. Um, but yeah, that's been my day. I did eat a lean cuisine mac and cheese that I did not need because I just felt like eating. Well, but at least that's like Better contained. a lean cuisine than half a bag of Doritos, you yeah. know? Yeah. Cool ranch. I would never eat just plain Doritos. I <laughs> am disappointed you did not tell them that they could keep your resume as kindling to burn the place you know, down. Just, I really still want to work at this company. At the company, maybe. I, I kind of lost a little bit of respect for this specific location and this yeah. specific individual. But for the company in but general. But for the company in general, I think it's a great company. And yeah. everyone else I've worked with in that company has been great. Yeah. So, and even, like, I told um, someone I'm, I'm pretty close with in the company what happened. Because I was telling her earlier that day. And she was there when I got the email that I had the offer. And we were so excited about it. She was like, you get off training now. And, like... And, like, there's this class that's coming up for powerlifting that I want you to take. And, like, we were just, like, planning the whole thing. Yeah. And so I was, like, I have to tell everyone that I told. Because I don't, I don't, I want this to be over. Right, Basically. Yeah. So I, like, I texted my dad. I texted you. Um, Mike already knew because I was crying in his arms. And then I texted her. And she was, like, all right, so problem solving. What other locations can we get you in at? She was, like, started working already. So that was nice. But... I don't know. Nice of her. Yeah. I love, I love attitudes like that. But it was like, it was a roller coaster because I, I worked on this with my therapist. I never like to get excited about things for the fear that they are going to fall apart. So what I do is I, when something's good is about to happen, I pretend that it has already gone the way that I don't want to so that I don't have to feel that drop. And she was like, okay, yes, that's true. But at the same time, you feel the disappointment for everything you do, regardless of if it goes well or if it doesn't. Yeah. So if I did get the job, I already felt the disappointment of not getting the job. So I kind of worked with that on, with her, and then, so this time I was like, I'm going to be excited. 
I got this job. I'm going to be so excited. And I was, like, dancing around the grocery store. I was super excited. Yeah. Uh, making jokes. And then I got that call. And it just felt like the biggest sack in the... Like, it was like, you let your guard down. It was worst case See scenario. what happened? Oh, Christ. So now I'm trying to fight back on that instinct of going back to... Because I know it's not healthy to, to do that. To kind yeah. of play the defense card and never get excited. I know that's not how you live a happy life. But it's so much safer. Oh, that, yeah. That's hard to argue with. Yeah, the safety of it is hard to argue. Yeah. So... Disappointment this week. <laughs> Talking about disappointment on the scale and off the scale, I guess. I can sell. I can sell my off the scale disappointment. What? I have an off the scale disappointment that has nothing to do with scale. Oh, okay. Disappointments. Yeah. Does that count? Sure. Because I felt like because we were reacting the exact same way. Like if I don't if I don't see the numbers I want on the scale, yeah. I'm gonna react the exact same way as if I didn't get the job I want. It's yeah. the same feeling, and you have to learn how to deal with it. That's not just running to food. Well, I'm usually pretty decently good at dealing with disappointment. Decently good, like when because <laughs> well, in, in my career, I feel okay. like when I'm when I'm you know with people whether it's with auditions or things like that. Usually, I'm pretty good at it, mm-hmm. um, and I was not good at it this weekend when I had a show and did a monologue for an mm-hmm. audience that did not even close to react to the way that I thought they were going to. Well, from what you told me, they were just being jerks for the sake of being jerks. Well, here's hoping. Well, I don't know. I don't want to blame it just on that, but it was it was shattering for me. That Why it, do you think those the tactics that you usually use didn't work? To deal with that disappointment? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it had to do with um, just being kind of overtired. Because I'm useless when I'm overtired. Yeah. I, I I, everyone is. I, I know. I'm just... Your food goes away. I'll, your your I'll fitness it, goes just away. Just about anything if I'm overtired. Yeah. Um, and it just... it Because I was overtired, um, all my filters were down. Like, all my defenses were down. It's like when we go running and you tell me things that you don't want to I tell, tell you me. things that I don't want to tell you. I have panic attacks sometimes. It's like truth serum. I running is truth cry. serum. I just... I'm my truest self when I'm, like, ten miles into a half marathon. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that was... That was extremely hard for me. And it, and it definitely made me I mean I didn't you know go to Pizza Hut but I did go to Starbucks and just get a white chocolate mocha yeah you know and I just and did you feel better no see that's the worst part no, that's the worst worst part I was using I was, food as a coping mechanism I was so upset helps. I mean t- granted I don't want to sound totally vapid here there were many other factors affecting my day and right and why I was upset. This was, this just pushed me over the edge. Right. Because again, I'm, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to sound cocky. I'm, I, I know I can get up there and, and do a good monologue. Yeah. And do it justice. You've been trained in it. You know, I, yeah. I went to school for it. Like I, I knew what I was doing. I was ready. I was prepared. So, but I've never done something like that and had it fall so flat. Can I ask you, did you internalize it? Did you start to pull your, pick yourself apart because of how, like, oh, I could maybe I should have done this instead of this. Maybe, like... I, well, he, there wasn't, there were, we only got 22 minutes, and there's, like, 12 or 13 of us, and we had to do four monologues that were, like, 
Each? Yeah. No, no. Four monologues and then improv. Oh. But we only had a 22-minute set. Each of these monologues was like two minutes. Really, about three minutes. And he cut my monologue off about two-thirds of the way in. Mm. And immediately, I was like, it's because it's not going well. He cut me because it was falling flat and it wasn't going well. And that immediately was my fault. Yeah. Which... Do you think that, not, that might kind of go to my theory of eating to make it your fault? I I think we see it in different ways because okay. uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about I want to talk about this comic that I read later um, by the Oatmeal that talks about long distance running and he has a character that he creates called the Blurch. I'm more of a Blurch person, and his little Blurch is like a little cherub that. Um, his little blurch is like a cherub that follows him around and is just like, hey, don't, um, don't get sad. You know, don't feel this way. Don't feel that way. Let's eat this instead. Let's do this. Let's do that. That's what my blurch is. Diversion. Like. Yes. Yeah. Let's think about something else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not for me, like, let's make ourselves fit. It's again, it's like the, the snake from Jungle Book. Mm. It's like, no, trust in me. This is going to be better. Yeah, I get that. Let's just make it better. Um, Don't rub your leg against this table. I know. I got distracted because Mike was telling me not to. <laughs> so you did it anyway? No, no, he was telling me. And then you two were going back and forth about oh, <laughs> what yeah. that sign meant. She can, figured it out. I figured it out. You can talk. Cool. He can talk. I'm allowed. That's He's good. a real boy. He's welcome to it's tune like in. You have you have thoughts on this stuff too. He does. What? <laughs> All right. Um, your stomach. My stomach does. is the guest on this podcast today. I apologize. Mike and the stomach are gonna duel it out to see who can stay next week. It's like The Bachelor. Who's gonna get the rose? The Bachelor Fantasy League we're in is going very well, by the way. No, it's not. We're in the top five of our oh, fantasy are you group. What are you? I'm four. You're five. I'm five? Yeah. You just checked? Yeah. Oh, I was four last week. That's disappointing. All right. Disappointment. How are you dealing with that, Manny? How are I you? I want to eat. Stomach. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about kind of my progress. Great. Let's talk about that. I'm actually doing pretty well, which is surprising. Good for because you. Because usually when I start back up, it's... I get discouraged in the first couple of weeks because the scale isn't doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And this whole doing one pound a week, just focusing on 500 calories deficit every day. Nice. It's working, but then also having this new job and having other things to worry about kind of takes your mind off it. It's almost like the same theory of like as soon as you stop looking for a boy, they, they just show they up. They show up. They just fall in your lap. The same thing kind of happens with weight loss. If you're just doing the daily stuff, like, oh, I'm just logging. Like I know it's not gonna make an in, like an impact right now. Yeah, but exactly. But if I just if I blog, if I you know walk to the grocery store instead of drive, if I you know sleep a little bit more, yeah. it'll just kind of happen. Yeah. And the more you stress about it, the less it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Just like the more you kind of freak out, like I'm gonna be single forever. The guys are like, hee, bye. You know. My stomach agrees with me. Cool. Thanks, stomach. Glad you're on my side. Yep. Yeah, that's really great. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I also, uh, I guess I could talk about this in my victory, my non-scale victory, but it's, 
Okay. Well, I've been trending one pound down every week. Good for you. So that's great, which is my goal, because I would love to be, um, like, 140 by July, so that I can confidently cosplay as the new Wonder Woman. Oh, that's going to be so good. Super stoked about it. Bay. Um, yeah. Is that a high five? That's a back of the way a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Mr. Producer. Um, but I was telling my, my trainer today, um, we were doing leg day, and I was telling her, I was like, before I started working out with you, I thought my thighs were the most heinous thing about me. Because I've got, like, they go out in the front, um, so they kind of, like, bubble out, and I was always super self-conscious about that, especially in, like, swimsuits and things, um, and now, now that I power lift, and, like, I can make a shelf in my, like, leg. Like, look. If you feel right here, it, like, goes in. Ooh. Yeah. I can, like, show my quad. Yeah. And so now I kind of see that bulge as, like, this is progress. Like, this is strength. Yeah. And it really got me into thinking of, like, if you're super self-conscious of your body and you don't want to work out, find the workout that kind of suits your body body mm-hmm. and then I was kind of went back and forth thinking about like the plus size ballerina that I saw on Facebook oh I saw her and, and it's I feel like there's two sides of the argument I feel like it's you should do whatever you want to do whatever makes you happy yes absolutely right but if that makes you too uncomfortable find a sport that kind of tailors to the body that you currently have gain the confidence and then go do what you want to do because saying like you should do whatever you want to do regardless to plus size girls is like saying I don't give a shit if you're uncomfortable. Go do it anyway. If you don't do it, then you're being dishonest to yourself. It's like, you got to, yes, put, your, put yourself out of your comfort zone, but also you you got to be comfortable in your own skin first. I feel like it's a dual journey. You yeah. can't just, you know, wake up tomorrow and be actually grand taking photos of yourself in a bikini and being okay with it, you know? Right. it's a It's a journey. And for me, finding powerlifting was kind of the gateway to show me that my thighs are power mm-hmm. and not fat. That's awesome. So that, yeah, that was kind of my train of thought today. Um, so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, like, if you have long limbs, like, try yoga. Mm-hmm. That might make you feel more connected with your body. Like, find an activity that makes you feel connected with your body. Yeah. Whatever that is. Whether it's kickboxing, whether that's... Uh, Pilates, yoga, swimming, whatever, like, you makes you leap. Okay. In high school, <laughs> I'm gonna, this is gonna be a roundabout. In high school, I only did acting because it was the only way for me to forget about my body. Hmm. I was so focused on the audience, my, what my clients were, all that crap, to focus on my body. Like, every other moment of my day, I was focused on it. Like, what does my stomach look like? What do I look like from every angle? Yeah. Who, like, how do people see me? And acting was the only way for me to kind of shut that off. So, now that I've found fitness is another way to shut that off. I have to think about my breathing. I gotta think about the moves that I'm doing. I gotta think about my form. Mm-hmm. I gotta think about, you know, all this other stuff. So it kind of takes your focus away from being so self-conscious. But not every fitness activity does that for me. Yoga, I'm super aware of my body at all times. Yeah. Um, so yoga is really not for me. But boot camps, so fast you can't think straight. Powerlifting, you're lifting heavy, heavy weight. That's impressive. You know, like finding the activity that kind of takes you out of your body to improve your body. Yeah. 
Does that make any sense? It does. No, I think that's why I like running. Um, because, yeah, running too. Yeah, because I... I mean, when we're together, we're, we're talking, and that distracts me. But when I'm alone, I'm listening to music. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know... Even though I'm 24 years old, in my, in my heart, I'm still the little kid that, like, played in her mirror and did make-believe, like, for hours on end. So all I'm doing is playing out scenarios in my head and, yeah. and just, like, make-believing, improvising with myself because I'm a giant nerd. And it, it just, it really distracts me. It makes me not think about what I'm doing and it makes me feel in my body. And it's yeah. funny, I, I have a lot less body consciousness when I'm doing improv than when I'm doing doing acting because mm. when I'm doing acting it takes a lot more synapses to fire there's there's a little bit there's a little bit of autopilot there it's like I know mm. my lines I know my blocking I know what's going on I have a, I have enough room in my brain at this point for as long as I've been doing this to like f- just think about I'm sorry, Mike was rubbing Sarah's knee and I got really weird out. You have no proof. I'm glad that everyone gets to hear that now. <laughs> like, you're pretty much like our, like our... There's no audio proof of that occurrence, so there's no point mentioning it. My client has no memory of that. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that later. Sarah, stop touching the table. God damn it. Anyway, what was I trying to say? I'm saying that... At this point in my in my time as an actor, if I'm on stage and I know all my lines and I know what my blocking is, I have enough room in my brain to do all that and mm. also think about how bad I look in my costume. Right. I do not have time to do that when I'm improvising. Yeah. Like I the, the positions that I've been put in on stage physically, like the 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 lengths that I've had to go to and the places that I put myself. And I always feel so much better when I'm doing something physical and not just standing whether it's sitting or sprawling across the floor yeah you know leaning over a chair or things like that it's it's just a lot easier for me i do have to say after seeing both of your acting and your improv pretty extensively yeah your physical choices when you're improving are off the charts compared to when you're acting really when you're improving you'll go upside down on a chair and throw your arms out and like not give a crap yeah. Versus when you're acting, you're very c- controlled. Yeah. You don't want to just fling your arm out because you know that that's going to take you out of whatever. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, kind of. It's it's cool. It's and it's, and it's nice for me because improv, I get to choose my own costume and then I get to wear whatever I want. Which is usually all black. You know, well, yes, I, I get to choose my own costume and then when I'm playing different characters, those characters get to wear whatever I want. Yeah. And I get to look however I want. So yeah, that's true. It's 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 weird. It's a weird thing. Hmm. Should we do victor uh, non scale victories and fail of the week? Yeah, let's do that. You go first. Hot damn! Uh oh god, how many fails can I list? How many? As many as you want to shed. Oh god! Because as soon as you say them here, they don't matter anymore. Okay, well. Because <laughs> they're over. It's your confessional for the week. It's this is my this is my confession. Catholic, we're used to. I'm this. very excited. Um, the three of us, and hopefully another very good friend of ours, are, we're going to Disney, um, in February. Yes, we bought our tickets. We bought our tickets. We bought our plane tickets. We're going. Our hotel room is all set. By our the way. Hi- everything is all set. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Um, we're very excited, but it means that we're going to be in Disney World, and instead of where I would p- prefer to be, which is a Catholic church, on my favorite holy holiday, Ash Wednesday. And I say that 
not because I consider myself an extremely devout Catholic, but just because I love feeling guilty. So I'm very wow. excited. We're gonna unpack that later. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't know. I just love the culture of Ash Wednesday. Like I remember, I went to a church last year for Ash Wednesday and judged a woman for walking in late to mass. When I myself have not been to church in a year since last Ash Wednesday. You're the worst. I'm why people hate Catholics. Yes. I know. Well, there are a lot of other reasons. Oh, God. Let's, how much time do we have? That's, that's the whole new Uh, But I'm very, I'm very excited because we'll be all together and Maddie has promised me that our version of Ash Wednesday can just be me telling her all the things wrong I've done this year over brunch and her just, like, putting a little, little toast crumb on my head. Yeah, I'll do a little cross on your head with toast crumb. It'll work out. Yeah. Do you know I actually told someone once in high school on Ash Wednesday that they had a little schmutz on their forehead? Buddy. I know. Was it a joke or did you actually... Oh, okay. I'm going straight to hell. You know... Anyway, uh, so... Fail of the week. How did I even get here? I don't know, but... We're going to Disney World. I had to, I'm training. I'm not training. You're training. You're, you are training to train. You're training to get to that training. You know, at this point, I'm just, I'm happy with time. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't care about times anymore. And I no. say that now, but when I'm running it, I'm going to care. So I should probably train. Anyway, your fail of the week. We got to go back. Oh, fail of the week. Okay. Um, I think, I think my, my biggest fail of the week, except I don't regret it I just know it was a fail Rachel and I went to Steak and Shake last night at like 9 30. What'd you get? Uh I got a cheeseburger and some fries. And? And shake. I know it's, <laughs> you should see the look on her face it's like that's it that's it that's it that's it that's don't ask me more. It. And a shake. And a shake but I did not eat all of it. And a very large gumball because you know that's. You have a weird thing with gumballs. I love gumballs. Um, okay, so you didn't regret it, but is there a way we could have made that better to fit in your goals? Yeah, I could have gotten... Tr- did you track it? Did, I, that's my other fail. Okay. I've been, I've been in an emotional glass case of emotion the last couple of days, so I've been using that as an excuse to not track, but I'm going to start tracking again, because it just makes me, it makes me feel better when I'm tracking, it's and I... It's just something you can check off the list. I've, man. I really have felt very guilty about it, because I get little notic notifications for it every month. I feel I feel like I feel like an absent like spouse. It's like, hey, I hope I you're having a good day. The kids and I miss you. I know literally. And then like a really cute little emoji. It's always a pun and it's it always is. so cute. They're really cute. Lose it puns are really cute. Yeah. Um so that's so I've had a couple of fails this weekend. It's been it's been a it's been a pretty tough couple of days, but I'm getting back to it and as I As long as you don't let that derail you for like a month. A week or a month, yeah. yeah. So, I've been feeling good about that. Um, victories? victories? Non-scale victories? Victories, victories, victories. Did, uh, you, did you walk just, to Steak and Shake? <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, just, just walking to work. Okay. When it's not 30 below. Like, the days, because it's been nice yeah. uh, the last couple of days, walking to work. Good for you. Um, that's we get, been, we get that's a long in our, in our miles to the 2017 in 2017. Yes, we do have to do that. I'll do that before you leave. Sure. I feel like that's the only way we're going to do it, because neither one of us remembers. So we, when we record, we'll just do that after. Yeah, I haven't been haven't been great on, but I have steps. Yeah, me that's too. That's all that matters. Fitbit keeps them forever. Fitbit keeps them forever. So, yeah. Stable all right. relationship. All right. Non-scale victories. 
Is it my turn? Yeah. Alright, my non-skill victory is... Not buying the chips today. Yay! And not making Mike go to the convenience store down the street to give me ice cream. I probably would have done that. And not buying pints of ice cream at the grocery store. I just got the, the fudge bars, but they're 100 calories each, so. The fudge bars are acceptable and encouraged. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be my non-skill victory. Good for you. Um, and I tracked every day this week. I've been, oh, yeah. I've been tracking pretty well. My fail of the week mm-hmm. uh, would be Sunday. Okay. Because I was supposed to run, and then I didn't. And because I was supposed to run, and I still had it in my brain, I was like, okay, I can overeat because I'm going to run seven miles. Later. Oh, no. You can't plan your food with the anticipation of exercise because sometimes it ain't going to happen. Boop. You got to eat up to, you know, like plan up to what you normally, like, um, I speak so eloquently. Mm-hmm. Um, lose it gives you, like, a certain number every day, and you can get more through exercise. Yeah. So, like, just stick, plan your days according to that number, and then if you get extra, great, treat yourself. But don't treat yourself being like, I'm gonna get extra later. That's like spending $100 thinking that you're gonna get a bonus. Guess what? Bonus didn't come through this year. You may not get a bonus. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. So, yeah. That would be my... My fail of the week, I just kind of went off the rails. I had, like, three bowls of pasta. So, yeah, that's my fail of the week. Shooter, recommendations. Recommendations. It's our recommendations. Copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, because it's coveted. All right, recommendations. Mine's going to be the walk thing, because that has got me out of so many binges. That's a good That's a good one. If you ever feel like you're just about to blow your top and all you want to do is, sh- like, shove things into your face like you don't even care if you taste them you just want the physical act of eating go take a walk okay either if it's too cold go on a treadmill go do something go do something active because you need to distract your brain i walk myself around my office like a dog but i'd still do it there you go like i literally sometimes i tell myself i was like okay i need to take myself on a little walk i wish i could do that in my office but it's like 300 square feet Mm, yeah and I, i can't leave the front desk yeah, even if it's just, like, around our floor, because our floor is pretty big. Yeah, I used to do that at my old job. Just go for a walk, or around the block, or... Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's my recommendation. Um, my other recommendation would be the Swell Bottles, because I'm oh, obsessed with mine. Those are so great. It's a problem. They're expensive, but Expensive. Man. But now, when I get, like, lukewarm water, or, like, tempid water, I'm like, this is gross. My swell wouldn't do this to me. I'm so, I'm so spoiled now with my water bottle. I love it. But yeah, those are my recommendations. Great. You will. My recommendation I mentioned earlier, but I think it's very important. It's a comic by The Oatmeal, which I love in general, but it's called Why I Do Long Distance Running. And You read a book. Let me see if I can find it. It sums up a lot of my own personal feelings on long distance running. Because just one excerpt in particular talks about how normally people who do long distance running are portrayed as people who make healthy choices and are dieting and are health conscious and all this sort of thing. I found it. He did a whole book on it. That's what I was saying. Oh, I didn't know it was a whole book. It's a whole book. I only read the comic. That's so cool. Um, So it's called... uh, The Terrible and Wonderful Reasons Why I Run Long Distance. 
by the guy that does the oatmeal. I don't know. Matt Inman? Matthew Inman? Why would he not put that in the front? What's your name, man? Matthew Inman. It's just as the oatmeal. I'm telling you, it's Matthew Inman. Okay. I just looked him up today. That's fine. Um, but if you buy the book, you get stickers in the back. It's just, it's just, it sums up a lot of my own feelings. That's very funny. Sums up a lot of my own feelings about how I don't necessarily make the best diet choices a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not about, you know, oh, I run. This is not as eloquent as I want it to sound. Um, but my lifestyle with running does not necessarily align with being, like, health conscious and gluten-free and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. sometimes I still eat, like, a trash person. Not everyone that runs is, like, paleo and you know, vegan. And, and I don't necessarily run either just to eat, but it definitely... It helps. It helps. It's nice. Um, and it's great. He has this little character in the book called The Blurch, like I was talking about earlier, and... I really relate to the Blurge, who just tells you... It's just, you, like, this character that, yeah. like, it's that little evil voice in the back of your head being like, you should eat that. You should eat this. You should stop running and You should around. stop running. Like, you can't run from me forever. Like, just accept your life as is. I like that they gave bed. it a name, though, because they could be like, this is gross. You're gross. Yeah. I don't want to be live a life with you. I like it. And I just, I really enjoy him, and I just found out today that he has a marathon called the Blurch Run. Yeah. And we're very excited about it. Maddie and I are very interested in doing it. It's in, in Seattle. Seattle. And there's one in Las Vegas, but we're definitely going to do the one in Seattle. Yeah. So it sounds much more fun. And it's just, it's it's such an easy take on running. There, this, the, the website says that there are couches along the race so that you can take a nap. Each water station has cake. I, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm dying. Each ship. What race is this? I know. I literally. It's you it's the race. You were based right on there. this. It's the race. It's the race based tricky. on this. Oh. And they have people in like these like fat suits, blurch costumes, blurch costumes that follow you around and will chase you. And a Sasquatch. And a Sasquatch, which we're gonna find. Yeah. So we might do that half marathon. Um, it's like September fifteenth and sixteenth. Sixteenth, seventeenth. Is it like the oh. Yeti and Ski Free, or just? Catches up to you. Anyone know what I'm talking about? No. It was an old. Should I know that reference? An old Windows game. It was like a free online game in the late '90s. Do you know what you should do? You'd be like skiing, and then a Yeti would just catch up to you and eat you. (laughs) Like you'd be like dodging stuff, and then out of nowhere, a Yeti would just eat you. We're gonna we're gonna get eaten by an actual Sasquatch. Can you and his dad is like obsessed with Bigfoot. (gasps) Yeah. So. I want your dad to come run this race with us. And your mom, too. Where but your mom, your mom cannot Seattle. run me. Oh. Seattle. His mom's first, not first, but her best half marathon time is like 96 minutes. Which makes no sense to my brain. That's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. It there's, takes through that long to sneeze. There's so many things that I can't even accomplish sitting down in 96 right? minutes. Well, she's about, as, oh, uh, man. she's about as big as one of my legs. Oh, so. God. Good for her. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that's my, that's my new goal, is, goals. To, is to beat Mike's mom. <laughs> Dang. Goals. 
Anyway. Yeah. All um, right. But so, we're very we're very excited about this half marathon, and I would give this book and this comic a look. You can find the comic online, the shorter version. The book is called The Terrible and Wonderful and Wonderful Reasons Why I Run Long Distances. You can get it on Amazon. I don't remember it being expensive, but you get stickers in the back, so it's worth it. Everybody loves stickers. Yes. All right. Where you can find us. Where you can find us. I think it's the same song as recommendations. Oh, no, it is. I'm going to roll with it. Oh, my God. All right, you can find me on Instagram at MaddieCCamp23. Yeah, you can. You can find me on Tumblr at FattyMaddie23. Whoa. And you can find me on Fitbit and Lose It with my email, CampbellNotTheSoup23. Yeah, girl. At gmail.com. 23 is my favorite number. Oh, man. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah Costi, uh, S-A-R-A-C-O-S-T-Y. You can also find me on Twitter. You're just going to get a lot of bad tweets about The Bachelor. <laughs> just embarrassing. It's so worth it. Embarrassing stories about my day, things that my mother says to me. Virginia! It's a great, it's a great feed. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr, which is where I put all the things that I can't say on Twitter. Right. Um, at, at adult, oh God, what is my name? Adult Wednesday Adams with one D. In the Adams. In the Adams, because I guess I was trying to there be There cool. are multiple Ds in that. You know, I was, we all make know. mistakes. Anyway, so that's where you can find her on Tumblr. That's where you can find me on Tumblr, and then you can find me on Fitbit and lose it at sarah.costi at yahoo.com. All right, thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Have a good week. Good luck this week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We're so grateful you tuned in, and we hope you learned something. Something. Anything at all. Email us your questions, comments, fails, and victories to dietdefectors at gmail.com so we can share them on the podcast. Oh, and follow us on Instagram at at dietdefectors for tips, tricks, and shenanigans. If you enjoyed this podcast and know someone who is looking to lose weight or improve their health and self-image, please go to dietdefectors.com and hit share. Share! Also, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes telling us we're pretty and majestic. Thank Thank you. you!